Hi, I'm Cody, and I'm joined here with my boy Alex. Alexander Nino. I'm so sorry. Is the name, sir. Don't hit me. Not again. Oh, God, no, please, I'm sorry. Alexander, okay, this is my boy Alexander, and, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're good, and uh, I'm not in pain. You don't need to call any help for me. I'll be fine. Uh, it wasn't that hard. It was... It wasn't that hard. That's what he's telling me to say right now. Um, so yeah, we're gonna bullshit about some stuff. Enjoy the show. Take a look. <clears throat> so Alex, the real reason I have you here today is this is an intervention. Um, my problem that I have. Yeah, uh, you haven't been making any podcasts lately, so... I think that stops today. Yeah, we'll have to start. So I figured what we could do is we could do this podcast uh, periodically over the course of, uh, I don't know, years. We'll see. Uh, until you get better. Oh. Oh. Yeah. You're concerned about the quality. It's important. That's fair. Yeah, so what I'll do is... Do you have any like specific criticisms? Of my, you know. Oh, we have my lacking, <laughs> buddy. Oh, no. We have time to get into those. Oh, okay. But what I'll do is I'll, I'll. I'm a little nervous. It's okay. It's okay. That's why I'm here. That's why this isn't just. We were gonna lock you in the room, but it is closed. Should I cancel my therapy sessions? Uh, is this like? This is totally a substitution okay. for your okay. therapy. Okay. Okay. I'll let him know. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. even worry. I'm not licensed, but. I don't think that they that's... make those up to begin with. Right. Yeah. There's nowhere. Have you ever seen a therapist licensed store? Not a store. No. You have that? No. No. They're not, not like mattress firm. They're not. No. Like everywhere. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> this is the podcast. Yeah. Uh, now, now it has been revealed that this is actually just. So you know, I'm I'm gonna. We'll form some bonds and tell some jokes, but just know that it's all for your own healing. Right. In the end, it's about what's best for me. Right. And, you know, you fall by the wayside, you know, maybe towards the line. Maybe you can switch roles a little bit. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, just don't, uh, probably not, but we'll see. We'll you don't see. seem too sure about it. I'm just kind of nervous about that, too. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no need to... I'm perfect. So, <laughs> you uh, you were mentioning uh, this guy Gary. Um, Gary, would you, you, would you like to know a little bit about Mr. Gary Hoy? Hoy? Gary Hoy. Gary Two R's. Hoy. Yeah. So tell me, tell me about Gary Hoy. You were kind of talking about him a little bit before we started recording. Right. So uh, it's kind of a not great story. Uh, there's this guy, Gary Hoy, uh, in Toronto. He's a like a worked at a law firm, and like I remember reading, uh, he like was pretty like stand up guy. I really always liked him, but uh, he had a habit of I don't I couldn't find out if it was like for pranks or like because he's not associated with like window panes. Okay, so makes sense, but. So he had this habit um, of scaring people when they came into his office, like uh, potential like interns mm-hmm. and like law students and stuff like that. Uh, but he had this habit of <laughs> testing or, or showing off the capability of the window to uh, withstand 
massive force. So he would uh, take running leaps at the window and, and bounce off of it. Often. And this, wait, this took place when? Oh, when did this take place? 1993? So he was like just your early day stuntman. Well, yeah, <laughs> that must have been it. Maybe that's what it was. He had this kind of, you know, yearning for thrills, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I mean, the Wikipedia article is titled Death of Gary Boy, so you know it's not... Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Great. And people refer to it as, what is it, the Leaping Lawyer of Bay Street? Because, you know, he leaps. He it's leaps what he does. <laughs> Takes a running jump. Uh, but, anyways... Uh, I guess it was, you know, in 1993 when it happened. Uh, he was, you know, doing his usual stick. He had a group of law students and there were people in, like, an office space next to them, next door. And um, he <laughs> in the report, the police report, I remember reading, um, he, the, the report was like, at first he took a running jump at the window. And the first time it was good mistake he went for a second second run at that window and uh in the first police report it said that it was smashed through but what actually happened was it was a uh, camera was like the humidity or how hot it was but the window pane actually popped out oh he fell 24 stories oh and he didn't uh didn't leap anymore after that yeah he was, uh, that's a bad way that's a bad way to go fucking oof like, okay. I, when I was thinking about it, I was like, is it better or is it worse that the window pane didn't break? I would say it's like, better for the sake of now we have something interesting here. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, yeah. but uh, that is definitely... I mean, he would have been fucked either way. Well, right, but like, just in those last moments, you know, like, when you break your glass, you're like, you're gonna get cut, especially on yeah. that thick, like, window pane. But... It just pops out. Now you're falling. I mean, he's next to it. He fell with it. Yeah. This fucking, like, you know, it's 24-story, like, plus building. It's just, like, giant pane of glass while you're falling. That's 24 stories. The worst. Like, it's not good. That's the last thing you get to familiarize yourself with. That was your last Maybe you saw his reflection. Yeah. And he was just like, yep, I guess this is what happens. <laughs> but, like... I don't know if you've ever had this thought, um, but I used to think this a lot because the way that like simple type physics work always kind of intrigued me. Mm -hmm. But like when it came to taking a significant fall, I used to think like, okay, what object could you fall with that you stand a chance of like surviving a significant fall? Yeah, with? okay. Now 24 stories is a lot, That's a but if we're saying like, 10 stories mm -hmm. probably fatal but definitely breaking things you're smushing. oh yeah <laughs> and i mean like i used to work in a construction site and i've heard some some real stuff that happened with dudes falling and even sometimes getting up and then sitting back down and that was it like it was yeah. it's weird it's bad but yeah. like i mean but yeah that's because i mean state of the industry <laughs> right i mean yeah it's it's really a shame but uh a lot of the impact is internal of course you can't really tell a lot of it but like for for simple purposes given that a lot of these thoughts happened even before i knew that that was a thing uh 
what is what is something you think that you you could jump with so from like 10 stories you telling me this i remember uh i mean you've watched mythbusters right okay so no, yeah they had this episode that i remember um where i think it was like the that scenario it was a construction site and a worker was um carrying this like uh long piece of plyboard like a thin 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 like plyboard above his head and he fell and they said you know like it was exaggerated i'm pretty sure but like that he was like parachuted basically down by by the piece of wood i think they ended up saying that it was like bullshit yeah but shit. i don't i don't know if there's anything that like if you're like on a pogo stick or some shit i don't know <laughs> falling off some falling on some feathers i think that's like a cl- physics cliche i don't think feathers are gonna do you any good think about it like water there'd have to be water and it, it had to be deep yeah i mean even then like at a certain distance water Pretty becomes like concrete deep. that's true also yeah you have to you have to while you're falling be like okay i'm gonna pencil dive and just hope it doesn't fucking never mind smash you yeah but I don't know, so, like, my first thought, like, if I was trying to survive a ten-story fall would be to look for my nearest nine-foot pillow. <laughs> uh, no, like... The billowiest. That's correct. Uh, certainly, I would say the number one thing I would not want with me would be... Uh, Knives? Well, I was going to say a plain, uh, glass... Pain. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I haven't uh, heard that before. Yeah, no, definitely not gonna want that one right alongside me, poor fucker. However, maybe like I don't know, a moon gun. boots, a gun. Yeah, that's <laughs> you would never know you hit the ground. Yeah. That's well, something. and if you did it right, again, all this is execution while falling. I've never been great at that. What about? Well, it is execution, self-execution all the time. Uh, what if, like, we didn't specify how big the gun is. What if we took, like, an old-school fucking pirate ship cannon, aimed that straight down, and then it just, like, fired around, you know, eight feet straight down, and then it just negates the fall, bud. Oh. And then it Where takes you, you up an extra theory? 20 stories... And the cannonball, dude, it's staying right in place. You're talking about counterweights. Uh, yeah. Like dude. how, you know, the elevator, you know, the donkey pulls up the elevator. Exactly. Just with, with gunpowder. Right. Yeah, yeah, well, it's a different... Donkeys aren't really the most efficient horse. They also make for terrible gunpowder. I'll take your word on that one. Yeah, just keep that in mind. You never know. Well, uh... Speaking of... Uh, donkeys. Donkeys? Yeah. Um, <laughs> got any good, uh... Donkey stories? I was gonna say, uh, movie, movie stories. Movie stories? Um, cause, you know, Shrek is the staple of modern movies and donkeys, and it's a great segue, so tell me, tell me some, cool. some you got. Some movie stuff? Yeah. Um, yeah. well, I don't know. I guess, uh, you know... The biggest thing is, have you seen the trailer for, you know, Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker? Like, the, the first one that they released? Truth be told, I should have done this right before we started recording. Yeah. But I haven't, so, hey, so tell me we're about We're doing it. it live. No, I mean, so, 
Have you seen Her? Uh, H-E-R? That's another movie he's done. I don't think so. It's like where he falls in love with an artificial intelligence. And I can't really remember how it ends. But he, I, I liked him in it. And like he's a decent actor. But um, the, the trailer, I mean, it makes it look good. I mean, it's, you know, it's still DC property and their track record isn't great for movies. But when I was talking to... Uh, our bud Luke about it. I was like, you know, if it's not like if it's an okay movie, and he makes it like if he's just good in it, that would be enough for me. You know what I mean? Right. And so, you know, I just think that he's gonna do a good job. Like it, it, the way he portrays the Joker, like he's got um, you know. The voice down, the laugh, the laugh in the trailer was really good, you know, and it just seems like he's put some effort into, like, portraying the role. Like, that, Jared, I mean, I remember when in the Suicide Squad movie was coming out, Jared Leto, it was like, he was like, in the, in the media, it was like, he's method acting, he's like really getting into it. Yeah. And he might have done that, but it didn't come through at all in the movie. It didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think Suicide Squad could have been saved by something like that. And I kind of hope that either Joker is just good, or, you know, maybe Joaquin will, you know, kind of lift it. So if who's, anything. who's directing the movie? Fuck, I don't know. I have to look it up real quick. Is it? Yeah, because I'm, I'm kind of wondering, like, because part of me sees Suicide Squad alliterations as a failure not really because of the, uh, not really because of the acting more than just the, the direct. I mean, right, yeah, I mean, it's like the literal production, the plot, the. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cinematography, like, it's all important. And the cinematography wasn't like. Like, like, the CGI and shit wasn't terrible, but it wasn't anything remarkable. Mm. And, I don't know, I just feel like the flow of the story wasn't right. I feel like they spent too much time, like, wasted time on certain aspects of it and didn't elaborate near enough. But I say I haven't seen it Right, I mean, while. well, because they were trying, I mean, they have been trying to, like, not copy the Marvel formula, mm -hmm. but, like, obviously, how can you not take direction from something so successful but you're right it's like not exactly the, they don't have the balance yet you know yeah i think i think i mean dc movies could be good i mean they have the potential everyone likes the characters in the universe just the movies haven't been good i mean i i'm I'm down to everything. Give it a shot if they start pumping out some good stuff. It's just I've I've been burnt out on Marvel for a minute, and maybe really? it's because I don't embrace the whole, like. I mean, it's fair. It's like I mean, it's not like everyone needs to be in the Marvel movies, but. Well, it's just okay. So I guess my thing with it is that. I don't, I don't like every superhero story and to be obsessed with marvel is to commit to so many stories that's yeah that's don't very give true a shit about. Yeah. and yeah. like the first avengers i watched it and i liked it but it was at that point i realized that the avengers was just giving me the little bit of iron man that i want and i had to stick around yeah. for the rest because this 
Like, like, that's something I've never thought about because, like, if you're not making commitment to all the characters, all like, that's what the movies are about. Right? Yeah, they follow like, a they, story. I mean, they do do the individual movies, but in the end, it's all about the group. Right. So if you're not, yeah, I didn't think about that, but like, yeah. Yeah. So I just I don't know. I like Iron Man a lot, and that's kind of where I left that Spider Man. You know, everybody everybody has at least one that they like a lot. My personal favorite, End of the Spider-Verse. Just saying I that one. I haven't watched that. I've Are watched clips. Serious? No, I've watched clips, but I need, yeah, I haven't watched it. It looks Bro, really it's good. Like Netflix, yeah. go watch know, it. You need to watch it. You owe it to yourself. And they were like, you know, they were putting on like on the on the banner ads too. And I was like, just leave it. You better fucking do it. We saw it at a drive-in, actually. Wow, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, we saw it. It was a back-to-back. It was Captain Marvel, and then it was uh, Spider-Man. And so we brought the Nintendo Switch. Mm. So I just got it around that point. And we set it up on the dash, and Lori and I just kind of kicked back and played Breath of the Wild for a while and Smash cool. until Spider-Man came on. Because <laughs> we'd tune in for bits and pieces of Captain Marvel, and we were like, yeah, I'm good. It was just really, I don't know. That's like, I mean, hush. That's all good, man. Um, but that's kind of like how one of my favorite ways to spend time. It's like being in the car. Like it's not great for the environment. If you have, I mean, I have a pretty clean running car, and I'm not my car's not running all the time. Well, yeah, and it's also we're in Texas, so it's hot. Yeah, it's insane. Or it's really cold. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point too. What's your favorite Spider-Man movie? <sighs> Shit, man, really. Hmm. I don't know. I want to say the newest one because like they were like they took like the direction and a lot of the the CG moments were like really fucking cool and like what I expected to get out of it. So like, it was the first movie in a while that I had gone to and like was pleased like leaving. You know, like. Not that I'm, like, overly critical, but, you know, when you go out of a movie, you're like, oh, okay, I feel satisfied, you know, that, you. with that amount of time spent. But uh, Mysterio, I also love that, that I remember playing Spider-Man on PS2 and, like, oh, man. Mysterio. I was like, this is fucking crazy, man. It's like a fucking fishbowl space wizard. And, space and, wizard. and they like made but the thing is in Spider-Man they made him like uh, like modernized I mean Marvel is good at that they're like you know making the golden age like silly ass designs and keeping like aspects of them but then like transforming it into something like realistically sci-fi. I do like how Marvel has so many different takes on one thing I think that's yeah. cool and I think that's honestly a big reason why people don't have many opinions like mine is that if you don't like this version of something, there's one you like, and there's a bunch of different things, so it, I don't know, and I mean, I get it. I didn't actually watch the newest one. What was it called? Uh, Far From Home? Far From Home. Yeah. It's Homecoming. Home- I did see I, it. Yeah, I that was it good. Yeah, I mean, Homecoming is great, and like, I, I was really struggling to decide like which of them I like better. I don't think I've still decided yet. They're, I mean, yeah. they're both pretty good. I mean, because like, Homecoming is like, okay. It's the first, it's the first Spider-Man, you know, in a while, and it's like a different thing, 
and it was just like special, you know, because it's the first time seeing Peter in a long time. It was good. I mean, Tom Holland is doing a good job. Tom Holland has been in some interesting situations lately too. Honestly, with the, you know the whole Sony thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's been talked about to death. But yeah, of course. I mean, but it's good that it is because people are like you know telling. I mean, in every single industry, it's crazy. Like the thing is, like the customer is always right, and yeah. up to it. But like you know, obviously, only up to a certain point. You don't listen to it everything everyone has to say right if there's an overwhelming majority of people like hey guys we really like this guy he's doing a good job also we like your collaboration with this studio it's just money probably it is i haven't like looked much into it but i'm sure it's it's all about money it's basically uh i'm not even gonna try to get the numbers right because i'm a botchum but disney uh Okay, so Sony funded Disney's making of whatever movie, um, Spider-Man movie, or The Avengers, one of the two, I don't fucking know, but um, they got, they kicked back, I think, one, you know what, honestly, I mean, money, moving money, a a percentage of the profits went from like, 25% 25% to like 75% or some crazy shit. I don't know if that's even close to accurate, but oh no, no, wait. A significant margin. I think they. Nah. No, no, I, no, I don't fucking know. Gone. But. If you're not a calculator, bro. Part of it makes sense and the other part doesn't. Um, either way, I really. Don't know what the fuck happened to that one Spider-Man movie that they only did one se- one for the series. Of- I really liked oh. that one. Which one was it? It was he, he's a skateboarding cool kid, no, super handsome. No, dude. Fucking homegirl dies. Oh, that was yeah. so good. No, dude. Not that she hates, died, but everyone hates that. Fucking por qué? Why? It was so good. I'm oh man, I'm gonna get so much shit yeah, over that. Yeah. People, people fuck me. Despise that. You know what? I'm the guy who's like, I don't like Marvel. It's amazing, the Amazing Spider-Man. The Amazing was, Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the actor, what his name is. Um, shit. No, I'm not going to be able to fucking He remember. knows who he is. You can slide yeah. up in my DMs anytime. <laughs> uh, fucking... He, Cody appreciates you. Oh, dude. Like, well, I mean, he didn't direct the movie. He just killed the shit out of the role. But, like, I'm going to get so much shit for this because, like, I don't... People didn't really like him as Spider-Man either. Well, fine. I mean, that's well, okay. Well, I mean, okay, here's the thing. If you were looking for it to be Peter Parker from the comics where he's the nerd and things like that, it's not a good Spider-Man movie. But if you're, like, thinking about it from a superhero movie, like, kind of, you know, a new story, a new character, I mean, the thing is, I think for the most part why they chose, I mean, the direction chose to, like, make that is because you can't do the same formula. Yeah. Every time. So you have to change and make the character different, but... Honestly, I get it. Like, that does make sense. I, I could understand people going, like... Because to make Spider-Man not the nerdy type of dude is to kind of be like, alright, we're gonna lose another one. And which one's next, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. fucking, there's Chris Hemsworth, fucking homeboy, homeboy, homegirl, home... Whoever the fuck, Rocket yeah. Raccoon, fucking Bradley hottest Cooper fuck. Guy, yeah. <laughs> Bradley <laughs> Cooper, baby. But, like, 
I, I could get it, but it's not like Tom Holland isn't that fucking attractive either. Well, no, it's not, I mean, like, it, it, no. I would say it is partly, like, just, like, physically how he looks, but, like... His mannerisms. His mannerisms. I mean, like, yeah. Spider-Man is archetypically, like, quippy. Yeah. And, like, I think the biggest issue that people had with the Amazing Spider-Man is that he was just kind of, like brooding and not as not not spider-man 3 brooding but he was just kind of like angsty teen yeah i and you know what i see it i was able to relate to that guy there was no part of the amazing spider-man i could relate to and while i don't always watch movies to relate to them Mm -hmm. like i i totally get why it would get more uh more public approval because yeah. that's kind of what the whole... You have to, like, factor in the whole story of Spider-Man. Not to dwell on Spider-Man for a million years, but, like, yeah, he's, like, your regular, everyday dude who gets bitten by a spider. He didn't do anything to be... It's not Captain America. It's not Deadpool. He didn't sign up for this shit. Right. But, like, that's what everybody wants. Mm-hmm. Like, who doesn't want a fucking... Cl- you can't even Tony Stark this shit because you're not born into a fucking legacy like that. And, I mean, honestly, that's a good point because, like... I mean, the, the original Spider-Mans with Tobey Maguire, like, you know, you can say anything you want about them. Fucking, They're silly, yeah. you know, and everything, but the, the first one where he gets his powers, that's a really great, like, oh, yeah. sequence. Like, you're, that's what you're talking about, you know? Like, it's he's just a student, and something happens to him, he's like, whoa, I can do all this fucking shit! Dude, that scene where those little fucking the hairs hair on his there. If you ain't never fucking gotten bit by a bug <laughs> and just tested, just seen. Maybe it. Maybe me too. Maybe I can also climb up this wall. You take your hand, you put it against the wall, and you push. You're like, damn, <laughs> not this time, motherfucker. I man, everybody's done that. Come on. But yeah, no, like, and you could totally see that. And that's why, though, you know, after you see that movie. You think, like, if I could just shoot a fucking web... You don't think, like, if I could just build Iron Man suit... Because you don't yeah, got that don't knowledge and money. You're not even only about to... Like, in Deadpool, like, if only I could get a fucking life-destroying cancer and then tortured to the point to where I become a fourth-wall-breaking super anti-hero fucking whatever. But, like... So I get it. You know, you try to relate to the amazing Spider-Man and you're like, all right, step one. Fuck, I can't look like that. All right, shit. <laughs> Okay, nope, can't even Ollie. Damn it. Fuck can't, me. Can't even <laughs> fucking Ollie. Oh, man. But yeah, speaking of Spider Man, you, you feeling this segue right here? Um, almost. Okay, well, we, we forgot something. Before before we move on to this, this segue, hit me. Uh, Joker was directed by oh. uh, Todd Phillips. Uh, Todd not Phillips. a super impressive resume. The Hangovers and oh. Two Days. So, uh. Maybe, um, maybe he'll do it. I don't know. He doesn't have like any like horror or action in his background that I see really. Some TV shows, but what TV shows? War, any... war, uh, war Dogs is a movie that sounds like action. Wait, but, he did War Dogs? Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've seen that. Um, All the King's Men I think is an action movie too, but it's mostly like TV documentary work. Limitless. Limitless. That's one where the dude takes a pill so he can access 100% of his brain. Yes. The part that's not full of curds and whey. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Scott Pilgrim reference out there. Okay, well, I mean... I'm a little ner- more nervous about that now, but... Knowing he did... It would be different if they were like, yeah, he did the first hangover and the other ones were... But, okay, we'll see, you know? Yeah. 
because that that one kind of felt like he just got lucky. Yeah, but, uh, it was a good movie. Everybody's seen it, so I'm willing to give another Joker movie a try. I mean, fuck it, right? <laughs> yeah. Like we all know it's not gonna be Heath Ledger, but that yeah, that's, I mean, that's something that at this point, completely different. Yeah, if at this point you haven't accepted that, just stop watching Joker movies. <laughs> Go back and watch it. Like it's cool. Yeah. I get it. You know, he's he's legendary. That's like that's like people wanting Mark Hamill to voice. Joker and like, like right. all the games like you can't it, it's unrealistic yeah you just gotta you had, and what, not only is it unrealistic but you need to let other people have a chance to showcase their yeah talents. and I'd say this quote is about as fitting here as ever you either fucking die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain yeah. and like I know this is different but I think this all the time about like Nirvana and Sublime but those are the two sides of it, right? Nirvana, homeboy fucking died, and you only have good music to find. It's objective, but right. most people would agree that listen to grunge, that most people would agree that uh, that I know that Nirvana has pretty much all good music. Right. But then you look at Sublime, you know? Uh, fucking Bradley Noel dies. Mm. I almost said Bradley Cooper. <laughs> and like, you know... Everything before then is amazing. Mm -hmm. And they even release a music video for Santeria that has little holograms before fucking Coachella ever did that shit. Yeah. And uh and Ludog and stuff. And like you're like, wow, that's really great. And then they do Sublime with Rome. And you're like, Okay, I get it now. Sublime should have ended whenever Bradley died. Right? Well well that's well that's the I mean there's so many different like aspects to everything but another part of that is like when should something end you know it's hard to say yeah i mean that happens with like music tv movies like when is enough enough well know? it's really easy to see in in uh hindsight or uh right, looking yeah. Back, yeah yeah looking back on it, it's really easy to see like oh this should have stopped here but it's as a, a as somebody who consumes the entertainment, it's almost impossible to tell, like, things are going to start going downhill now. Yeah. Unless you have, like, something outside of the, of the work. Mm. Or you can kind of sense it starting to, but, like, I didn't know 21st century breakdown was going to happen. Otherwise, it would have jumped ship. You know, I would have loved <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. But, uh, honestly, I think it's just the artist who really knows the direction they're about to take. And... I mean, you see all the time people turning down record deals or labels or, like, offers. Even something as small as YouTubers know, like, this is going to poison the well. I need to avoid this. Yeah. For money, whatever. Nirvana is another fucking example of that. But going back to it, would Heath Ledger become the fucking, like... Right, like, if they hadn't, you know, done away with Joker in those movies... Well, right, so if they didn't kill off, uh, well, not, he didn't die at the end of the Dark Knight, but um, they had done away with that character and they were just making these Ledger movies with, they would like, if it was just, you know, uh, who was his name? Who plays Batman? Oh, Christian Bale? Christian Bale, yeah, but so if it was just Christian Bale and Heath Ledger, like if the rest of the Dark Knight movies were just Joker and Batman tales, then it wouldn't have been what it is you know it's for like, sure yeah 
not the same. So that needed to end within that story, you know? Right, yeah, no, definitely. Like, but I guess really and truly, I I guess more what I'm kind of saying along that point is like, if Heath Ledger were still here, mm-hmm. you know, would he even be able to deliver the same quality. would he still be the same quality of a, of a of an actor right you know what i mean i can't say that he wouldn't be because even his earlier stuff is pretty good um a specific movie comes to mind and i can't think of the title but he was young as fuck and yeah. all all the people just swooned over him and his long luscious hair <laughs> uh but Who's to say? The point is, like, he's gone, and his work is still there, and much like the new Pokemon game, if you're so stuck on the old shit, then just stick with the old shit. And yeah, quit talking like shit about there. the fact that you only get... Oh my god, I'm about to get heated. The new Pokemon game is a new game. It's a new game, and the new Pokemon are the one you get, and I'm sorry if you don't get Ash Greninja in this game, but it's not happening. You get it in the old ones, play the old ones. People just get so stuck on what they want, man. They're not, like, open to... Change? Change. People hate fucking change. It's the human way, but, like, you you have to get to this point where you're like, you know, maybe the same shit's gonna get boring. Or... Wow, maybe if I really like this so much, I could get the new thing and still play the old one when I want because it's always going to exist. It's almost like when it, when things like this happen, I mean, just speaking generally, it's like when something new comes out, it's almost like people feel like the old thing is getting attacked. Yeah. <laughs> like it's almost offensive, like, why? <laughs> why? Right. But you can just, you're right, you just, it's still there appreciate it (laughs) yeah and if it's not there in a way that you see fit like and it's a good reason then it's going to stay gone but if enough people agree with you if your opinion isn't completely false look at the master chief collection they'll remaster the shit they'll bring it back in some way where you can enjoy it there's i mean all pokemon is is a remake of the initial game, the game is, I mean, over and over. Let's go me- different the mechanics. But, yeah, mechanics of the like things that change. It's art it's style, the same, man. and you can still pop that game right in there and play the old one whenever you want. Yeah. Go for it, fucking. But enjoy the plug, new game. Plug for your it GBA into your Nintendo sixty four and play it on your your TV. Damn that's, straight. That's or just an emulator if you're like me and you can't keep up with the cables and you get sick of buying them. Oh man, emulators are great. It's a, it's a shame that they're illegal. Aren't they? Isn't it like pirating yeah, technically? No, yeah, it is. I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't do any of that. <laughs> yeah, me either. Arr. What is a ROM? Yeah, ROM. Random ox. Random access memory. Well, speaking of uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, I'm super fucking excited for Borderlands 3. <laughs> yeah. It comes out in, oh, let's see, it's the fourth 10 days. What? Yeah, 10 days, I believe it's a 14. Well, now I'm yeah. upset because I can't get my computer fixed. Well, bro, you got a fully functioning Xbox. Right? 360. You have the 360? You don't have the One X? I, never I mean, the bought one? A, never bought a one. Damn. No. What a shame. Yeah, but I'm still excited for it. I'll, I'll get it. I mean, you better, just, man. We had a lot of fun playing uh, two back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah, that was crazy. You played as the Gunzerker, right? 
I think I did. Well, yeah, what is his name? Salvador. Salvador, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you were like half my height. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's actually in the DLC that I'm playing right now, the Bunkers and Badasses. Like, oh. All the dwarves look like him. And they, they call Tina out on it because it's like it's her campaign or whatever. Yeah. Are you familiar with that DLC? What is it? So it's called Bunkers and Badasses. Is that the, the Dunces and Dragons thing? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you play it? Yeah, yeah, we played, me and uh, Luke and John played that for a little bit. I, I haven't gotten too far into it yet. I've been streaming a lot of it, mm. but it, it has been very, very fun. I'm super, super into it. It's very Borderlands writing style. Like, they just oh, roll with the funniness and the, the ridiculousness. I mean, Tina helps with that, but... Oh, for sure, yeah. Like, I, that's honestly... Uh, and Lori and I were talking about this earlier. At first, I liked it because they kind of broke the fourth wall. I don't remember what the first instance was, but I liked it. And yeah. from there, they did it a lot. And I was like, oh, man, that's annoying. Like, why they got to do this so much? And then I really thought about it. We thought about it. And we were like, you know, like, this is a like spoof of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. This is like Tina it's like Tina commentary. Tina's campaign, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so fucking let it let it go, you know, let them break the fourth wall. It's not like they do it too often. They do it occasionally, but yeah. it's clever. Mm-hmm. But this is like her thing, you know? So whenever you really just like let go and look at it for what it is, it's pretty nice. I like it. Yeah. And uh I think been... Tina and uh Deadpool have some pretty interesting parallels in terms of character traits and oh, Christ yeah <laughs> one doesn't where they're supposed to yeah. it's so hard for me to oh man another unpopular move of the opinion incoming <laughs> uh, I I fucking loved Deadpool 1 and 2 I yeah. don't yeah, but like people didn't like that dude a lot of people were I'm, not happy about 2 I mean I was less pleased with 2 but like you know, like we talked about earlier, and people always like sequels are never as good. But what can you do? I mean, it was they, he. Oh, fuck, I'm blanking on names today. Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Ryan fucking Reynolds. He does a good job. Yeah. Oh shit, we're you know how you how we can bring things full circle sometimes. Huh. So we're taking this giant intricate weave pattern to dip back into movies real quick yeah 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 um and while lighten me up. dude so many fucking synopsis firing at once right now you ready uh this is a, a four-wheeled segue okay so um i know we're late but detective pikachu ryan reynolds we're talking about pokemon we're talking about movies yep. it's also a game it's all coming I could together have had a better segue earlier but instead i had to get a little explosive did you like detective pikachu Never saw it. You never saw it? No, but I heard it was fun. <laughs> Man, you should watch it. it yeah. was, were you that into Pokemon at any point in your life? Oh, yeah. I mean, when I was younger, I was very heavily into it. So are you just a fucking bitch or what? <laughs> watch the movie. It's good. I will. It's just like, I have to like, for, I have to force myself to do these things sometimes. Like, I've been meaning to watch Cloud Atlas because I read Cloud Atlas. But that was last year. Do you know how much more time it takes to read Cloud Atlas than to watch it? I know, but it's just You've like You've already done thing. most of the work, Alex. Alex. I feel assaulted I just, now. I just realized that I know, I'm Cody, by the way. Yeah, that's... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oops. We'll cut an intro in uh, right... <laughs> yeah, right there. And we're back. And, uh... <laughs>
Wow, that was that was a wild ride. I mean, it wasn't a wild ride because it was seamless. Because nothing happened. Moving on, Detective Pikachu I thought was really good. Um, I think all the worries people had were totally um, invalid. Did it end up still being voiced by Danny DeVito? Was it? No, it was Ryan Reynolds. Also. Ryan Reynolds was yeah, Pikachu. People wanted it to be Danny DeVito, I, yeah, I remember and that's that. the only thing that I think would have also been better. great. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Reynolds seems. I mean, I like he's him killing most. Me. Stuff. He's totally able to adapt to any situation yeah. because much like the whole thing we were talking about earlier with Spider-Man, mm. Ryan Reynolds hot as fuck, but they uglied him up for Deadpool and then stuck a mask on his ass. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he still killed it. Mm. Yeah. Still killed it. <laughs> um, Pikachu, I think he did it great. I think Danny DeVito would have been great um, in terms of comedy, but I think I would have not been as adapt or not been as adhered to the story if I would have been the case because I can't take anything so seriously, Danny DeVito. Yeah, I mean when it's you're funny. Like, you're thinking of like you're just Frank. How could <laughs> you just not like, though? Screaming at it from you the back of your subconscious. Yeah. Because, like, you don't see... Well, that or the penguin, but I mean like that's also <laughs> just hilarious. Yeah, right? yeah, that too. Um Fucking penguin, Christ! That happened. That happened. You must get him a little mega man. Oh man. Oh man. He's reminding me of a very specific Christmas special character. Those claymations. I just can't think of who it is right now. Oh oh, I just feel like it was pro- like for probably from Rudolph. Yeah, I think it? maybe. I think I know who you're talking. Just about, like, like a winter wizard. Angry yeah. Looking. Yeah. Well, anyways, and we were talking about Borderlands, so I. Oh yeah. I think the DLC is great. I think, um, I'm not going to spoil anything. I know it's old, but, uh, if you're like me, you're going back and you're playing the DLC because you're getting ready for Borderlands 3, and yeah. I'm... And, the, well, the cool thing is, like, that, that's, like, that has to be a first. A company made a DLC for a game that is... What was it like? Two thousand and ten. Borderlands two. I think sixteen, isn't it? Sixteen? That recent? I don't know. I can't remember when it came out. But I mean, just like, still, it's a long time to make new DLC for a game, you know? And just to make it free. Yeah, exactly, and and have it lead up to your new releasing title. It's a good move. Honestly, I think oh, it was a twenty twelve by the way that it came out. But yeah, I thought it was pretty pretty brilliant, given that, honestly, Borderlands is one of the first games I actually um, bought the DLC for, in any event. Hmm. I got the, the little special edition for uh, the zombie island of Dr. Ned. Yeah. Zed was the medic, yeah. the original, yeah. uh, but the mustached villain was um, Ned. That was fun, but... Yeah, I'm gonna have to get that fucking like special edition, all the DLC, because mm-hmm. I swear I'm gonna play it all. It's it's gonna be so fun. Oh my gosh! And yeah, honestly, the fact that they released and and it's a good DLC too. So the reason I'm playing this one right now is because I'm playing that DLC with my fiance Lori, mm-hmm. and we are trying to get through that DLC together because we're going to be playing Borderlands Three together, much like we played two. And the pre-sequel. But the thing is, is like, wasn't a fan of the pre-sequel. Yep. Um, yep, I see that. It's not that it was bad. 
It's just you have two other just solid perfect games to compare it to, Borderlands mm-hmm. One and Two. Mm-hmm. Was it? It wasn't made by the same people, right? Oh, pre sequel. Yeah. I don't know. I just I didn't play it, but I remember watching it and thinking that the new mechanics that they were adding were interesting, like yeah. the like the different weapon types and the low grab and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So like, it just was very bland. Mm. Like again, not bad. If 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 it were its own thing and Borderlands one and two didn't come out, you would almost not be able to pull me off that game. Mm-hmm. But Borderlands two has everything that you need, and it came out before the pre sequel, so it almost felt like moving backwards. Yeah. Um, but the new DLC is fun. Lori and I are playing it, and whenever she's not able to play it, I'm going back and playing the other DLC because they let you just like create a level thirty character and jump right. in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that. that's crazy because okay, so I don't know about you, but for me, did did you play any of the DLC for Borderlands games? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So by the time, because a lot of them you needed to be around level thirty to actually be able to like right yeah the higher level stuff yeah and dude. I, by the time I'd get to that point in the DLC, uh, I would normally be above level 30, probably, maybe in like the 40 area, mm. and I would have guns for any event, like any situation I was in, I had a good gun for it that would give me it. So I had time, like the whole beginning of the game, to get to a point where I was like well set up, and the DLCs, I'd just blow through them. Mm. That is not the case when you do a boosted character. I have been getting my shit pushed in. Yeah, you don't have your grinded like weapons. Uh uh-uh. uh, nah, buddy. Shit like that. They basically you're level thirty and you have those skill points to choose. And if you even if you put them all in one tree, you can basically get every get all the way down except for the last like game changing skill, skill. Yeah. like the last one uh-huh. in each tree. Mm-hmm. You can't get so you have to hit level thirty one and then you get that. And then you can focus on a new tree. Or you can diversify them, whatever. But to any event, they spawn you with, like, five weapons. I don't know if they pick these any specific way. I, I know it's, like, one of each, basically. Uh, yeah. But the stats, Standard I couldn't tell you. Yeah. yeah, and then, like, you know, they'll give you the class mod, grenade mod, all that shit. Really. Um, but mine were not... <laughs> they were not impressive. I was playing a zero... Um, Lori's been playing as, oh yeah, dude, I was, I was telling her, dude, we used to do those quotes all the fucking time, uh, what, what was that one, oh man, I can't remember it right now, but, he's got some good quotes, oh, they're, they're amazing, but yeah, we would do those all the time, Mm. and, uh, yeah, so they, it started her off with a pretty fucking overpowered SMG that's, it's like it's the equivalent of the gun from Earthworm Jim. <laughs> okay. Fucking, yeah, you know which one I'm talking about. Thing. Yeah, the 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 red one that just like yeah. fucking. Um, they fucked me, and our experience playing together so far has been just <laughs> completely me getting obliterated, sides. and Lori has just been running over to help me and pick me up because that's that's uh disadvantage of zero, dude. Unless you have like. One of those skills that, you know, lets you get back up really quickly with, like, lots of damage when you're on the ground, but... Yeah, it's been... I feel like those are waste It's been, It's been rough, dude. And, like, you know, they'll throw a level 37 at you and you're 32. Mm. 
They don't give a fuck. <laughs> I was struggling earlier, and I was on stream. Like, that was embarrassing me. <laughs> you know? I'm I, getting my shit kicked in. Yeah, I had people fucking dropping off. Like, dude, this guy's not going to do shit. Like, he's fucked. <laughs> yeah, for real. It, it felt bad. But it's honestly kind of nice, because blowing through it, I never really take it all in. Uh-huh. But it's a new DLC, and even the Bunkers and Badasses, like, they've got nice graphics. Yeah. And so getting fucked up so many times kind of lets me sit back and go like, oh, wow, this is nice, you know? <laughs> Looking at the models. Yeah, like I can't kill anybody, but look around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, um, yeah, but it's been fun. And I swear I'm going to hit Borderlands 3 so hard that I'll just lose my job. <laughs> like, oh, no. Not, not the hours really. are going to get sucked away. Oh, man. No, oh, no, dude. It's, it's going to definitely take out a lot of time I need to be spending sleeping. If I had a computer, I... Well, I mean, if my computer was fixed, I definitely would still be pouring hours into games. Man. It, and, like, the box art looks so amazing. Yeah. The character trailers have been great. Every trailer, honestly. Everything I've seen about it so far has made me feel pretty great. I haven't watched this character trailer, but I think we end up playing Flack just because. Which one is Flack? The, like, the robot big guy with the, the hood. He can, like, he's like a Beastmaster. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he looked, he looked badass, man. I mm-hmm. think I'm probably going to go with, uh, what's his name, Zane? Think the the espionage guy. Uh huh. Yeah, his, just because I love Zero. Yeah, that's a similar move set for sure. Uh, Lori's gonna play the siren like every time she plays the siren. The sirens are always fucking cool. Shit. Dude, Lilith killed it back in the early ones. That's who I played as actually. Yeah, I played uh, the uh, Roland I, and Lilith. I played Mordecai first. Did you? Yeah, and then I played uh, Lilith after that. <laughs> fucking bludgeoning. Yeah. Rip. 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 <laughs> Oh man, yeah, Borderlands 2 really got me fucked up. But you know what though? Jumping back to that Bunkers and Badasses DLC mm. M2, <laughs> there was this one time they broke the fourth wall where they said they made some reference to the vault monster. Uh-huh. And uh, Moxie made a quote that just gave me so much joy where she was basically saying, like, that it was disappointing like it was like fuck i'll i'll fucking figure out what the actual joke was for later Mm -hmm. but it basically was the developer's way of going like yeah sorry (laughs) about that because you know you spend the whole first game trying to get into this vault you finally get into the vault and you beat the vault monster and it's like here's some typical loot yeah here's just some regular shit you don't actually get to see anything (laughs) yeah game's over thanks and like yeah, thanks. <laughs> Fucking, it was disappointing. And I don't know, man. I thought it was really. At first, I thought it was kind of cheap how they tried to, like, come in on Warlands 2, like, hey, what's up, guys? So there's a reason there was no loot. Jack beat you there. Oh, that's why. Yeah. And I'm like, uh huh. Okay, then. Sure. Yeah, it's real Let's convenient. Just patch up that hole real quick. But they've, they've, uh,. They've done their time. Yeah, they've served their sentence. Yeah. They, they deserve a chance. What is it? Even though the... What is his name? The lead guy. He's saying some 
like ridiculous shit online and in interviews and stuff. I'm trying to remember his name. The like one of the developers. Yeah. Like or like the lead director or something. What sort of ridiculous shit are we talking? Let's see. Uh, like some non-PC ridiculous shit. Yeah. Or like some no Man's Sky. I'm gonna make you a promise. On the no, machine. not like that. Like PC. Like. Oh. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, no, it's not him. Mm. Go to the page and fucking see. I'm slow. Well, while you're pulling that up, mm. um, Borderlands 3 is on the 14th, right? Uh, you know what's on the 20th? September twentieth is the oh uh, it's the it's the raid on Area Fifty One. Mm-hmm. So everybody stopped talking about that, and I think it's because ain't nobody want to be asked if they're going or not now that it's only a couple weeks away. Oh, I'm sure plenty of people will have the fucking balls to. Uh... You think so? Yeah, man. Okay, well here's going. the thing. <laughs> here's the thing, though. It's funny to say that you're gonna go. And like you can be in on the memes and stuff, but there are crazy people that will go. Oh, like dude. it's not everyone is just in it for the laugh. And it's like, what do you think is gonna happen to you? Uh, Something bad, like the fuck. I mean, it's not pleasant for people that don't even like. So okay. Uh, and this I heard from the Super Mega Cast, actually. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've heard this or not. Apparently, when people do cross that little do not pass area that they have set up, which, by the way, it's like, it's way far away from any sort of civilization. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah, it's a no, weapon, it's te- a, yeah. weapon testing base. So it's like, if you do cross that line, they're not happy about it. They uh, basically pop out with guns, put you under arrest, call the sheriff, and the sheriff has to drive like an hour and a half out. And he takes his time. Yeah, I mean, they're not going (laughs) to... It's not an emergency situation at that point. No, yeah. They're not going to dispense any effort to help you out of that situation. But, like, I'm imagining what they're going to do is they're just going to block off that one road. Because there's only one road you can take. Yeah. And I mean, those with off-wheel or off-road four-wheel shits will probably make it around just fine. But we'll see. We'll see. I definitely want to do an update on any information that we find about that because uh, it's not an easy trek to make. It. Come on, it's just the Nevada desert. Yeah, and then these people aren't even talking about. Let's visit Area Fifty. They're talking about. So we'll see, man. We'll see how easy it is. To fucking charge into a military weapon testing base. We'll see. It's all for the aliens. We'll man. see firsthand because I'll be on the front line. Yeah, well, you're, we're commanders. Yeah. Of the Alien Liberation Army. That's right. And you know what? Huh. I'm going to bring my katana and I'm going to deflect all their weapons right back at them. Got my throne stars, bro? That's I'm right. I'm Genji ready, bro. Five, but Are you hashtag Genji ready? I think Genji probably has more than five, but. Don't do this in front of my my fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I guess um, as we're getting closer to this 
this time mark here, um, we'll start to wrap things up. Did you have anything, any other interesting tidbits and bit tids? I guess, you know, just to feed into the hype of uh, aliens, uh, I found this kind of funny um, story about UFO sighting that happened in uh, Stephenville, Texas. Is a place that I've never fucking heard of before. Okay. Go for Wait, tell me about um, that inc incident there. And... Right, so, okay, um, I should pull up some of this stuff. So basically, it was in 2008, um, and witnesses started in, in Stephenville, which is about maybe like, I guess it's like 30 minutes or an hour uh, west of Dallas. Um, People started reporting lights in the sky, you know, classic UFO things. Um, I remember one of the accounts was like a pretty like weird detailed description of like the lights uh, that were like a mile long in a line. Uh, Wait, like lights go on for a mile or that's like a mile? It's like a line. Okay. of lights going on for like a mile long and they're moving you know cl you know classic UFO stuff they're not they're not moving in um like a way a normal aircraft would move um but in the description it said that they the lights like eventually came together and formed it was a very weird description it didn't make sense it said that the lights came together at one point and formed into a solid line and then that line split in half and it disappeared so like they fucking warped out, or or, or, or some some shit. So what you're telling me is that them aliens have some cool yeah they've got they've got, they've got no okay so the so the the air force came out and they were like guys it's a testing exercise high intensity flares okay um, but so depending on what you think about the situation. It's like, well, they have stuff on radar, they have the planes on radar, and then they have another object that's on the radar that is not a plane. Oh. So, you know, classic conspiracy stuff. So what you're saying is you absolutely 100% believe that was aliens. Right. Well, okay, well, here, here's, here's some proof for you right here. Let me see if I can find this quote. Uh, yeah, okay. So uh, the, this is from uh, an NPR report. Uh, this night of the supposed UFO sighting, just after 6 p.m., Claudette O'Dom, her husband, and other friends were clearing up brush near her house. They were standing on top of a hill with visibility that extended more than 20 miles. 20 miles! That's a lot, in each direction. Uh, from out of the west, O'Dom saw an object approach in the darkness. And here's the quote. This is a good quote. All right. I've never seen anything that fast. Maybe a rock or a missile or something, she says. So, you know, she knows fast things. She knows fast things. Uh, I've never actually been able to see a rock because they move too fast for me to see. <laughs> I'm surprised she was able to see one. No, but okay, well, here, the, the, I mean, it's a funny quote, but in like the reports, I don't know where they're getting this figure, these figures from, but it said that it was moving like 3,000 miles per hour. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me, and I don't know much about... UFOs? You don't know that much? <laughs> oh. 
fuck you. I thought, people, <laughs> I thought that people knew about that. Sorry. I know everything about UFOs. I don't know much about visibility. Yeah. Um, and this was in Texas, right? Yeah. yeah. Also known as the flattest place on Earth. Um, and it was homegirl who said this light stretched 20 miles? No, I don't think it was her. But Homeboy? There, there were like other reports of people that uh so the visibility tracked over a 20 mile radius according to the yeah according to this npr okay well i gotta drop that argument um like it's hot but let's see if i can find uh yeah what are they judging this mph gauge off of because the only thing I've ever seen move that fast that I could ever compare it to is a rock. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, okay but a rock. This, the Stephenville incident on January 8th, okay, sorry, this is from Wiki News, uh, saw dozens of witnesses reporting a large object, object in the evening sky that hovered above the community before it took off at high speed, 3,000. Uh, Stephen Allen, a pilot, ob- observed the object from ground and described it as being a half mile with flashing strobe lights. He said it was also pursued by two fighter jets when it disappeared at a speed he estimated to be 3,000 miles per hour. So, huh. pilot got some He's speed credentials. Honestly, yeah. They're, they're kind of shooting down, no pun intended, all of my, uh, my counterthoughts. Aliens exist! Yeah. Let's go find them? Irrefutable. 20? Everybody can see well, yeah, we gotta go find them, or else would they keep them? It's gotta be there. Right? Maybe Egypt? <laughs> Under the pyramids? Well, yeah, there's also conspiracies that go with the fucking pyramids. Which, I mean, to be fair, I don't know how they were built. That doesn't make any sense. Egypt. Yeah, it has to be. No, fucking... I don't know what you think about it. There's just absolutely no fucking way that... That any people could do something like that in that period of time. You gotta really, like, look into it, but then you'll see, like, okay, yeah, no, that's... So what did happen? Um, obviously the flying spaghetti monster. <laughs> yeah, thank you. For the oh my god, he's here. Oh, shit. No, he's gone. Okay, he was just... Just not funny. Yeah. Well, you mean he's up to Yeah, well, then he's baking a cake. Spaghetti cake. Funny. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Come from food, you know. That's like our version of socializing. I don't know what that means. Uh, but yeah, aliens are real. They, exist. they have to be, because otherwise, you'd just be a dirty fucking liar. Okay, guys, come on. They exist. They're not keeping them in Area Fifty One. They're underground, somewhere. Yeah. Why would it be on like a surface? If if aliens exist. We're not keeping them anywhere. If we have them be- at all. Because I doubt we'd ever be able to catch one. If anything, Super that situation nice. is more likely to have happened than any aliens being in Area 51. Because that sounds to me like fighter jets attempting to chase a UFO and failing. And that's probably how it would go 100% of the time. Because we can't even travel to other planets. And we'd still probably have a good chance of outrunning something. So, like, if they came all the way here from wherever, they left just the same just fine, you know? Or they're still here chilling, and I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Dun, dun, dun! Well, the thing is, they, they probably had rocks to get them here. Well, yeah, we they, don't have they, they just tie rocks to their fucking right. spaceship. yeah. And those are the fastest things known to mankind. 
Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. Sorry, my dog is just doing some really adorable shit right now. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Well, okay. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up. And, um... Okay, so the intro is... But the outro is... Oh, yeah, that sounds like a... That's an outro. That's an outro. We're fucking out. We're fucking out. Everything's out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>